Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cincinnati Sports Review. My name is Eric. My name is Nick. Today, we're going to talk about that playoff game. It's a good game. Oh, it's a great game. It's, uh, uh, it's a close game. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was close. I was really nervous there uh, for a while. And then once they got that return touchdown, one of the greatest plays in franchise history, oh, a lot of my problems went away. <laughs> um, Why are you laughing? Just uh, your your description of it was funny. Um, okay. I think our offensive line struggled a lot. I think that was the biggest weakness. Yeah. Um, but the Ravens do have a good D. They do have a good defense, and obviously we were missing the opening day starters from the right-hand side of the offensive line, and then Jonah Williams gets himself hurt. So, yeah, you know, injury health ain't doing them any favors this year. No. No, and it was uh, it was pretty obvious. Uh, you know, we were getting beat all over on the line. Barely had any time to throw. We, uh, you know, yeah. barely had any deep balls. Yeah. And, and uh, Zach Taylor offense isn't predicated on doing a whole lot of motioning out or our quarterback running outside the pocket to find passing lanes like you know Patrick Mahomes so you know that's a disadvantage there if you're a beat up line you can kind of cheese you know if you're uh if you're you know don't have a good quality offensive line you can move the quarterback around have him throw but our offense doesn't like to do that no and uh the second problem I saw was uh our secondary yeah um, you know, we're pretty injured there and it's, the group is just looking bad. Uh, Dax looked really bad. Yeah. I don't know why, uh, everybody was saying that we should have him, you know, start over Bates. There's some people saying that it's like, no, he's, he's not that much better, <laughs> but he, he had a rough, rough game. Yeah. Uh, and then on the other side, you've got that Cam Taylor Britt. And he's had he's had up and down moments. He's getting better. He's he's certainly getting better. I'm not I'm not dogging the guy, um, but you know we're still we're still missing our number one corner because he's done for the year. Uh, Eli Apple's hurt, although he is practicing. So you know, the injury bug uh, has come full swing this year. It has, but we're still winning. We made it work. Right. I mean, nine in a row. Can't argue with that. Yeah, that's pretty tough for any team, especially going through the teams that we've gone through so far. Oh yeah, the the win streak we've been on has been pretty good. Um, playing good quality teams, and I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what who the quarterback is. Um, divisional wild card games or divisional playoff games in general are always going to be more difficult. Tyler Huntley really played well. I thought. In the later half of the game. Yeah, for all things considered, I thought he played pretty good. Um, he had some good throws downfield. Um, you know, got crucial first downs. He he took a play where he had a bad snap and the ball fumbled and he was able to turn that into like a thirty yard gain. So you know, from their point of view, they they couldn't be happier, I don't think, because it's obvious Lamar's not coming back. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh Mark do we want to save that for later, or do you want? Yeah, to? I'll, I'll save that for later. Okay. 
Because we beat them, they suck. Uh, Marcus Peters, <laughs> specifically, he sucks. Um, he should have been ejected from that game. What did he do that was ejection-worthy? I, didn't, I must have missed it. For him. what he got a T for, he elbowed. Um, I can't remember who it was, but he elbowed one of our guys like in the crotch on the ground. You know, that's not really surprising. Uh, um, so, yeah, he should have been ejected. I don't know why you think? they didn't. Well, I think I think we all know why. Do we want to talk about the why? Uh-huh. <laughs> the NFL ain't fucking happy about that coin flip. You know, they they didn't like that we talked about it. Yeah, he elbowed Mixon. That was Mixon. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so scumbag overall. Can't, you know, I can't say I'm surprised. You know, it's like, it's kind of like them and the Steelers, you know. They, they, they have this expectation that they're better than us and, you know, they're going to come in and get an easy win. So when that doesn't happen... They start cheap shot and throwing punches. Like who can remember or who can forget last year? T.J. Watt, you know, Burrow throws a pig, and then who's not? Burrow's not even in, in even close to the play, and T.J. Watt just throws him to the ground. And he's like, "Oh, it's legal play." It's like, well, yeah. I mean, it, that's technically true, but it doesn't mean that's a good, you know, honorable, you know, right thing to do. Right. Yeah. No, they were doing cheap shit last week. Did you see the real Quan Smith thing? No. So it's I forget when in the game it was, but uh, there's a play where um they go they take an end zone shot and it gets broken up. They're going to chase, right? Uh, Roquan Smith is running over to celebrate with his teammate, and Jamar, who's just standing up and trying to get back to the huddle, uh, he, Roquan Smith just blatantly like like bumped into him, like like a like. I don't want to say like oblivious, but like it was clearly obvious that that was his intention. So it was like, all right, and what a fucking cheap shot there. So I can't say I'm surprised by anything stupid that they did. I'm going to look up that Marcus Williams play, though, because I am interested in seeing that. Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters. Okay, they have, well, (laughs) no, they have Marcus Williams on the team. That's their safety. Jeez. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I mean, jeez. I forgot Marcus Peters even played for them. <laughs> yeah, they have a yeah. I'm not wrong. Either way, we won. Yeah, I'm very glad that we won. So that means uh, that was yes. We're moving on. We are moving on, and we're going to Buffalo. Buffalo. How do you feel about going to Buffalo? Like in terms of like the game cancellation and everything revolving that. Uh it is what it is at this point. <laughs> NFL made their choices. Okay. It sucks, but you know. Okay. That's what they I do. uh Yeah, I it is what it is on that end, you know. I'm not I'm not entirely upset about that and my reasoning being um even though that game that game game did get canceled, you know, who knows what would have happened. You've got two teams with the exact same number of games played and they still have a better record than us, so I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, it's not like you know we had a better record than them. No, they they were a full game ahead of us. <coughs> True. But or they had the same record or whatever. But anyways, they are going to be a tough team. Um, yes, of course. 
you know, the I don't know if you watched any of their their game, but I, I watched some of the highlights, and uh, it looks like they've got some weakness on that O line. Mm. They're often we struggled a lot in the uh, in the like middle parts of that game. Yeah, I saw they came out to an early lead, and then they kind of you know sputtered a little bit, and then. They, you know, 14 points in the third quarter, zero in the fourth. So, yeah, I, I know, I think if they hike the ball at, at a, you know, or, you know, or break huddle with less than, you know, more than five seconds, uh, Miami on that plane that everyone criticized, you know, that probably goes out to maybe a different outcome. Right. Um, but, you know, I know, like I just said, divisional game. Buffalo is certainly beatable. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they sacked Josh Allen like six times. That is a lot of sacks. Like, they were all over him, and then obviously two picks. Um, I think, you know, I think this is a place where we can exploit them. You know, we have a pretty One. good pass rush. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven sacks. Oh, seven. Nice. That's a lot of sacks. That's a lot of sacks. Yeah, so certainly this this is certainly a beatable team. You know, they've got a lot of really good weapons. Um you know, I think they have a pretty good running game with the two running backs that they have, especially I think Singletary is really good and then Josh Allen himself will be difficult to stop. Yeah, um, Josh Allen and uh, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, they have a good combination between those two. He's really good. Um I don't I don't remember they even I mean, they only had the one drive in that Bills game. But I don't remember. Okay, I can't even find the stats on it. Because <laughs> that game well, didn't it's canceled. Right, so. But what I'm saying is, you know, I don't remember, you know. like I remember Diggs having a couple catches, I think, but not, you know. He didn't blow us up or anything. He only got three points. On that on their first drive, um, this will certainly be a tough challenge. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to to watch the game. Really, I, I think I was excited to watch it during the the season, and it sucks that we didn't get to see it. Right, and it sucks somebody got hurt. But yeah, glad we're we're very. I know we said this the other last time we talked, but very glad that he's doing a lot better. Um, but as far as this game goes, yeah, this game will be a lot of fun. This will probably be in terms of like, you know, the last four games or five playoff games we've had. I would say this would be the second most difficult after um, Kansas City last year going into Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, the Rams were probably number three at this point, but going into Buffalo is going to be really tough. I agree. I mean, the path – the path to the Super Bowl is is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's most likely going through Kansas City again, again for like the fourth straight, fourth or fifth straight year, or something like that. Which um, makes sense. They have the the best quarterback in the league, but they have the best quarterback in the league. They've got the best tight end in the league. They've got one of the better coaches in the league. Uh, they they very well earned their position and status. It does not do us any favors that our division is tougher than theirs. You know. Um, uh, the Broncos ended up being a bunch of frauds. 
Um, the Raiders were frauds. <laughs> frauds. Uh, the Chargers, we saw what happened with them. They weren't, you know, what everybody cracked up to be. They were, they were, they are who they thought we, we thought they were. They're exactly who we thought they were. Um, I'll tell you what, watching that game, I was getting Marvin Lewis flashbacks. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> I saw, I saw dudes blowing up on the sideline, yelling and screaming, and you know, when and Bosa takes off his helmet and throws it, I'm like, some Vontez perfect shit, and. You know, the coach just kind of picked his helmet up and, like, put it back on the side. Like, like, that's some Marvin shit. Like, I don't think Marvin would have picked up anybody's helmet up, but that, like, not doing anything about it is very Marvin-esque. <laughs> and uh, I remember there was one game. Somebody made a – some Bengals play made a a taunting play. I think it was Chase. And, and Taylor just rips into him about it, which was a, a definitely a better change of pace, you know, compared to just Marvin. Like, hey, come on, let's not do that. So watching it, I was like, okay, as soon as that happened, I'm like, this game is over. The Jaguars are going to win. I don't care what anybody says. And then, the, I mean, the writing was kind of on the wall at that point. That was that was some game, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. I just happened to, like, catch the end of it on, like, like a TV. And it was it was fun to watch. Um, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't see them going. I, we were, I was right about all four home teams winning. I don't foresee... Trevor Lawrence going into Kansas City and beating Patrick Mahomes on the road. But that's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, I don't see that happening at all. I, yeah. I don't see a path to victory for them. Yeah, the only thing I could see is, you know, maybe if Mahomes has like a bad night. Yeah, there's always there's always chances. I mean, that's what, you know, what happens when you have good teams in the NFL. But I just don't see them as being more talented. Right, no, position, I don't think really. I agree. I don't think they're more talented. I'm just saying the only possible. I think the only possibility of that happening is if Mahomes just has a bad night, yeah, like a really bad night, yeah. Um, but anyways, predictions yeah. for next week. So predictions for next week. Uh, I think it'll be a high scoring affair. Uh, I think Burrow's going to take some hits. I don't think he's going to be. He's not. He's not going to have a clean jersey. That's for sure. They're wearing all white, so that all you know the grass stains will show up. Uh, I think it'll be a bruiser. Um, he's going to take some hits. They're going to move the ball through the air. Who knows how they do on the ground? Hopefully, they do well on the ground. Um, yeah, I would say I'm you know I'm thinking final score twenty eight twenty four Bengals. Nice. I I mostly agree with that. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's probably going to be a little higher than that. Okay. Um, I think we're going to get 30 points on them. Okay. I'm not too impressed by their defense. So. Even though they had two interceptions and had a few sacks? I mean, who did they intercept? A third-string quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> did you see his completion percentage? I mean... I saw the number. It was like 19 for 45. I was like, oh, God. 18 for 45. 18 for 45. My apologies. But, ooh, yeah, that's not very good. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oof. That, that's Ryan Finley territory. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins shouldn't have been in that game at all. But Hey, their defense made a lot of big plays. They their, had their defense showed up. <laughs> right. And if ours can do the same, you know, in theory, we should be able to 
you know, stop them in key, key situations. Yeah. So at least we both have Bengals winning next week. Yeah. I mean, if all goes through and, you know, we, we win and the Chiefs win, who knows how I'll feel about that supposed AFC championship game. But as it stands right now, I th- I'm feeling pretty good about this week. Um, but in the event that, you know, we don't win, it's still a very good season. I agree. Um, I will say, though, hopefully this isn't jinxing anything, knock on wood. Uh, I, I am one person for, you know, coincidences and weird, you know, things that were weird occurrences. But both the 1981 and 1988 playoff runs – that ended in the Super Bowl, going to the Super Bowl, both had us beating the Bills in the playoffs, as well as us having a record of 12-4. and four. So, That's wild. But weird coincidence, by all means. Uh, Can't wait but, to meet yeah. San Fran in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> How weird would that be? It's so coincidental. Every time we win 12 games and beat Buffalo, we have to go play San Francisco. Do you want to talk about the NFC? Nah, not yet. I don't give a shit about the NFC until it's over. Okay. Until you get there? Okay, that's fine. Let's, uh, the only bit of news want I want to talk over? about real quickly is uh, okay. Brian Callahan is getting interviews for head coach jobs. So. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear that. I mean, that's not surprising at all. Uh, I think the Colts. It was reported that the Colts. Okay. Uh, here's what I think is going to happen. Okay, you ready for my prediction? Um, they just can't stop signing veteran over the hill quarterbacks to one year contracts. So Brian Hallig- Callahan's gonna take that job and his first quarterback is gonna be Andy Dalton. You just fucking wait. It's gonna be him and it's gonna be like, Oh god, dude, go go out and just draft a quarterback already. Come on. I would imagine, you know, if I were them, I would trade up and try and take one of the quarterbacks. <laughs> I know you would think, but I I think they should do their rebuild like ours. And if if they get Brian Callahan, they just might, because our rebuild was like you have one shit year, right? Um, then you go get a a really good draft pick in Burrow, right? And and they had a pretty good draft overall in twenty twenty, um, and then year after that pair that quarterback with an outstanding wide receiver whether it's you know someone they draft or someone in the free agency market and then kind of like go from there you know that's the blueprint right yeah i i think that's where that team's hunting i mean their quarterbacks aren't they're not going to be sticking with any of them long term i don't th- i don't think they've uh i don't think they've had a quarterback that had started like this opening week one two years in a row since like 2015. Yeah. It's crazy. That's rough. But that's what uh, I got. Okay. What about uh, if he leaves, who do you replace him with? No idea. <laughs> okay. I don't even know who else is going to be out there on the. I market. mean, it's a premium job. I mean, you can't you can't get any better than Joe Burrow's offensive coordinator. Yeah, um, I'd imagine that he, you know, he'd want to get somebody 
very similar to himself. Right, because Taylor still does the play calls. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they 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 he calls it, but they decide as a community or That's whatever. That's right. They do they do it as a community. I forgot about that. Well, that was the big thing about play calling early in the year and everybody was complaining. It's like, "No, I don't I, it's not just me." We all talk about it and then he's the one that phones it in. Yeah. On the headset. But yeah, I don't I don't know who's going to be open next year. Um you know. Yeah. I don't really want any of these guys that are getting fired this year. <laughs> yeah, all them dudes who got fired, all those ho- all those head coaches, none of them looked, you know. You know do you really want to bring these guys on kind of coaches, you know? Yeah, I like no no Byron left wish. We don't need that. Yeah, he c- he very possibly could have been propped up by you know, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Um, now that Arians is gone and he was, you know, the offensive coordinator. It took me a second to think about that. Um, yeah, that just didn't work out for them. It did not. Yeah. It's like, do you want Lovey Smith? No. Do you want Frank Reich and Nathaniel Hackett? No. Just, uh, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, no. <laughs> We we actually took their rebuilding plan and did it better than them, which is insane. Say that again. There, there. We they had the same rebuilding plan that we did, except oh, just yeah, a year yeah, earlier. Yeah. Kyler Murray in nineteen, add Hopkins in twenty twenty, add a bunch of pieces, some veterans, and you know, they started out great. They started out like eight zero, and then they collapsed. That's two teams AJ Green was on where they started eight 0 and they collapsed. That's look at that. That's crazy. <laughs> look at that. Weird coincidence. Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, before we finish up, let's talk about the Tim Hubbard play again because I just can't stop thinking about oh, it. It was such a good. That play. was a great play. It it was just it was just like perfect. You know, like everybody was in the right spot at the right time. It's all scripted, Eric. <laughs> Oh, it was a beautiful play. Um, yeah, that, that play just made no sense. <laughs> yeah, so I think, the, what are they, like a yard and a half back from the first down, they go for a dive? Like, if you're going to if you're gonna go over the top like that, it has to be, like, at the six-inch mark. Just a tr- straight bad decision there. <laughs> All right, so he puts it up, and then, and, then, and then Pratt holds him up, and then Logan Wilson comes and punches the ball out. It just happens to fall in Hubbard's lap, and he just – Takes it all the way to the house. Yeah, that's a long run, but that yeah, ninety-eight yards. That was came at the perfect time. <laughs> it did it, that because that could have been if they score a touchdown the other way. It's twenty-four seventeen them. You know, that's a whole nother. That would, we would need two scores to win instead of going up one score right there. Yeah, exactly. Just just an incredible play. Um, and I'm going to dispel that there's no block in the back on, on Andrews. I know some people on Twitter were saying that. It's like uh, Marcus Bailey engaged him on his side. If you engage somebody on their side, it's not blocking in the back. So that is not a penalty. <laughs> they didn't miss anything. It, it is a correct call. Well, nowadays you got to freaking defend everything because it's like, you know. now Nowadays we're getting calls when we weren't, you know. It used to be. 
I mean, that was a bullshit play. They shouldn't have called it that. Or, like, I remember, because I went to the playoff game in 2013, and there was, a, there was a play where Jermaine Gresham catches the ball near the sideline, and he gets pushed out, right? And the, and the refs argued that because he got pushed, like, the, the guy, he pushed him and, and Gresham fell over, right? And they argued since he was going backwards, that doesn't count as going out of bounds. Uh, and the, so the clock should still run. And it's like, that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. How is that even, you know, how is that even conceivable? It's all, is you know, he wasn't, he wasn't running out of bounds backwards. He was, he got knocked out of bounds. How the fuck, like. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting frustrated. Yeah, I don't think the refs have been consistent with the calls. Yeah, with us in particular. But well, I think it happens to every team. I don't know. I, I think feel like we get. I feel, like we, I feel like we get the worst of it, man. I I, I recognize that other teams get bad calls, and um, it just doesn't seem like literally everybody thinks their team is <laughs> is the most. Oh yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I know. I know, but I, ours definitely. <laughs> You can you can say whatever you want. We definitely oh are. Oh boy! <laughs> Don't oh boy me. You know it's true. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, to go back on that incredible play, uh, really just tore the house to, uh, house down on that. The whole place was jumping up and down. Uh, longest uh, longest fumble return in playoff history. That's uh, yeah, I couldn't couldn't remember a longer one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that that's a, that's going to be a record. It's going to be really hard to break because yeah. it's going to be hard to recover a ball at the one yard line and bring it back. And anything in the end zone, you would have to, you know, force that fumble before the the player had control of it crossing the goal line. Otherwise, it's a touchdown. Yeah, very unlikely. Very unlikely. So it's very possible. That record lasts forever, but you never know. Tomorrow, you know, next week there could be a 99-yard fumble return. Who knows? Doubt. Right. <laughs> Doubt. Nick, do you have anything else you want to go over? I think we've covered the news so far. I think we have, too. You looking forward to a good game next week? Should be a fun I one? I think it's going to be a fun one, as long as no one else gets hurt. Right. They all got to stay healthy on both sides. Agreed. But mostly right. ours. And I hope we win. But mostly ours. <laughs> yeah, we too. <laughs> I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh if you guys if you guys like what we had to say, please subscribe and you know, look look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thanks and have a good one. <laughs>